0: The scripture reading comes from Second Chronicles, uh, chapter twenty, verses one through four. Second Chronicles twenty, one through four. It happened after this that the people of Moab, with the people of Ammon, and others with them besides the Ammonites, came to battle against Jehoshaphat. Then some came and told Jehoshaphat, saying, A great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea, from Syria. And they were Hazan's Tamar, which is in gedi And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaim a fast throughout all Judah. So Judah gathered together to ask help from the Lord, and from all the cities of Judah they came to seek the Lord. Now I just want everybody to know, I was the person that told Josh that we didn't know that song, And it sounded like about half of us knew it, so neither of us have to go forward. <clears throat> Alright. A prayer in time of adversity. So, from our Scripture reading, we can see that life changed very quickly for Jehoshaphat. In the previous chapter, we see that he had just been commended for the good that he was doing and turning to the Lord but life can change in an instant. But it's in these moments that we can turn to the Lord just as Jehoshaphat did. We see this in the lives of other other Bible figures as well. Psalms 3 shows us David when he was running from Absalom, his son. And in that time, he turns to the Lord if you'd like to read that. I'm not going to read all the scriptures tonight. Isaiah 41.10 also says, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold Thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Sometimes we let our problems get so much bigger than they actually are. And those are the moments when we really need to remember God's power. If we look at verse 5 and 6 from the same chapter, it says, And Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court and said, O Lord God of our fathers, art not Thou God in heaven? and rulest not thou over all the kingdoms of the heathen, and in thine hand is there not power and might, so that none is able to withstand thee. We see Jehoshaphat acknowledging the power of God. Psalm 62, verse 11 says, God has spoken once, twice have I heard this, that power belongeth unto God. Job 40, verse 9, Hast thou an arm like God, or canst thou thunder with the voice like Him? God is all power, all powerful, and there's nothing that He cannot do. John forty-two-two tells us, I know that thou canst do everything, and that no thought can be withholden from thee. When we acknowledge God in this way, it strips Satan of his power over our mind. When we realize that there's nothing that God can't do for us, we realize how small Satan really is. Now after speaking of God's power, Jehoshaphat proceeds to remember the past victories of God. In verse 7 he says, "Art." "...not thou our God, who didst drive out the inhabitants of this land before thy people Israel, and gave us it to the seed of Abraham, Abraham, thy friend forever." Do we ever mention what God's done for us in our prayer lives? God saved Israel many times. And Jehoshaphat saying, we haven't forgotten what you did for our people, and we believe that you can do it again. Genesis 15.6 is speaking about Abraham, says, "...and he believed in the Lord, and he counted it to him for righteousness." In Joshua twenty-one forty-three through 45 and in Psalms 44, we see that God was driving out the Canaanites. In Exodus 14, we see God delivered the Israelites out of the hand of Egypt. In the book of Esther, God saved His people through her. God always saves His people. John eleven twenty-five, Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. That's the victory that we need to remember in our prayer lives. Through Jesus, God saved us. That's the promise that we have. Now looking at verses 8 and 9, And they dwelt therein, and have built thee a sanctuary therein for thy name, saying, If when evil cometh upon us as the sword, judgment or pestilence or famine, we stand before thine house and in thy presence, for thy name is in this house, and cry unto thee in our affliction, then thou wilt hear and help. Now, this was the promise that God had made to Israel at the dedication of the temple. And here, Jehoshaphat is saying, this was the promise you made to us. We're here, we're doing what you said, and we need your help. Now, I'm sure some would say that seems kind of bold, or he doesn't sound like he's showing humility when he's saying, God, this was what you promised us. We need you to deliver. But there's nothing wrong with what he said. Too often in our prayers, we're a little timid, and we're praying puny prayers because of that. We should never be disrespectful or ungrateful, but God has told us that He will fulfill His promises, and we can depend on Him to do so. He's told us to ask, and ye shall receive. Also, in Matthew twenty-eight twenty, it says, "Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world." And then in Hebrews thirteen five through six, let your conversation be without covetousness, and be content with with such things as ye have, for He has said, "I will never leave thee." nor forsake thee, so that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. And then in Second Peter 3, verse 9, The Lord is not slack concerning His promises, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should per- perish, but that all should come to repentance. We can rest on the promises of God, knowing that He will abide by His Word. Now, moving into verses 10 and 12, it says... And now behold, the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, whom thou wouldest not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt, but they turned from them and destroyed them not. Behold, I say, how they reward us, to come to cast us out of thy possession, which thou hast given us to inherit. O our God, wilt thou not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that cometh against us. Neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon thee. If we're going to rest on God's promises, then we have to put our trust in Him. We need to direct our focus on God and let God focus on the problem. Second 2 Corinthians 2.14 Now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ, and maketh manifest the savor of His knowledge by us in every place. When our focus is on God, He will lead us in triumph. We should never try to handle adversity the way that the world does because we aren't capable of handling everything ourselves. 1 Peter 5.7 tells us to cast all your care upon him for he careth for you. And then Hebrews 11.6 says, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. God will answer our prayers and he will deliver us as long as we have faith. Now he delivered Israel and, Joseph, uh, and Jehoshaphat after that prayer. We see that The Ammonites and those that were coming to attack were taken care of, but if you read further down in the chapter, we see that pretty pretty soon after that, Jehoshaphat went and joined himself to the king of Israel, and suffered a loss because of that. And what we need to remember is that when God answers our prayers, it was God. We can't turn from Him. We need to remember who answers them for us. We need to always have humility, because without God, we can't do anything. Psalms 103 and verse 2 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. The Lord will bless us in every possible way. And it's when we put our trust in him and when we talk to him on a daily basis that he'll do this for us. So I hope that we'll all strive to strengthen our prayer lives and our Christian walk. Tonight, the invitation is yours. If you've not put your Lord on a baptism, you can do that tonight. Or if you have a need for the prayers of the congregation, please come forward as we stand and sing.